0: Well, good morning. Welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Jen A. I reside here in Colorado, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Today is Friday, April 7th, 2023. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today we're reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in the chapter titled Into Action. We're on page number 73. We'll be reading the second paragraph. It begins with, The inconsistency is made worse, ending with that makes for more drinking. Today's readers are Team Friday. The 12 steps we have Joni C., the 12 traditions KS. Readers of the text are Loretta H., Anne Marie M., and Tenzin P. Our newcomer greeter is Leslie M., and our second hour moderator is Anne A. The reference numbers for yesterday, that would be Thursday, April 6, 2023, the 7 a.m. Eastern Standard. Big Book study recording is twenty thousand one hundred and twenty-eight. That's two zero one two eight. And the ten a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book study recording is twenty thousand one hundred and twenty-nine. So two zero one two nine. OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. through the 12 Steps of OA to those who still suffer. OAS 12 Tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, it's to carry the message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision For You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. All right, I will now ask Joni C. to read the 12
1: Steps. Good morning. This is Joni C., Gratefully Recovered But Not Cured from Minnesota. The 12 Steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs.
0: Thank you so much, Joni C. Up next, I will ask K.S. to read the 12 traditions.
2: Good morning. This is K.S. We're covered in North Carolina. The 12 traditions of OA. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service.
0: Thanks, ladies. Well, this is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We're going to read a paragraph or two from the literature, then we'll stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we do ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of Purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on the topic, however. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what we read or sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. So to share, you press star 1 to unmute your phone, and once you're done sharing, you let us know by saying pass. Then you're going to press star 1 to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the chapter titled Into Action. It's in the big book. It's located on page 73. It's the second paragraph, and I will now ask Loretta H. to begin reading.
3: Good morning, Jen, and I've heard all my friends, teachers, and classmates this morning checking in, so I just want to thank you and all of you who saved my life along with my precious God. Loretta H. recovered in North Carolina. The inconsistency is made worse by things he does it on his sprees. Coming to a senses, he has revolted at certain episodes he vaguely remembers. These memories are nightmare. He trembles to think someone might have observed him as far as he can. He pushes these memories far inside him. He hopes they will never see the light of day. He is in constant fear and tension that makes for more drinking. Oh my God. That was life in the disease and, um, I looked at the word inconsistent, erratic, unstable, unsteady, unsettled. And that was me and the disease. Today is a day of reconciliation in my religion. And I have this program now to do that. And I am so grateful that I don't live like this anymore. And I did for 54 years and came into the room 22 years ago and today i and the other um, definition is changeable and that's where i am today in this disease i'm changeable and i also looked up all the principles for um the fourth and fifth step because the the principles are so in tune with each step so the principle four Four and five are courage, integrity. The tradition is autonomy, which is freedom of external control. And five is purpose. And the concept is equality and consideration. And that's what these steps are all about. It's it's in this whole um, just mesh of, getting to find out who you are and how to go about turning it around and how to be in life on life's terms and how to actually um, today, this day of holy day for me, that I actually am able to do that with these steps that I get. If we're painstaking, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. So today I'm amazed that I'm where I am. And halfway through, I'm never finished, of course. To be able to share and bring this to my heart, to polish my heart with this every day, and to just be a free woman that walks in the sunlight of the spirit and have corrective directives from my higher power. And I've shared this with other people, but somebody gave me a third step um, weeks ago. And I realized that with that third step, once I make that decision, I become a trust fund recipient because now I'm not working on my will. I'm working with God's will, with somebody, not just about me. So today with that, I have the ability to, to be happy, joyous, and free. And so everybody, a blessed day, whatever Passover, whatever you're doing, these steps work. And today, it's um, a beautiful day because I can change. And happy day, happy destiny. May you find him now, the God of your understanding. And with that, I pass.
0: Perfect timing. Thanks so much, Loretta H., for getting us started this morning. And we do value everyone's experiences on the line this morning. We do ask that you limit your shared every third day in order that others might share their experience, strength, and hope too. We get to
4: hear new voices on the line. So who would like to share on what was read today, please? I'll take your names one at a time. Shanna C. Shanna C. Kim G? Go ahead. I'm sorry, what was it again, please? Kim G.
0: M and G. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Kim. Tom A. Tom A. Sarah K. Sarah K. Ginger C. Ginger C. Lisa C. And Lisa C. That's good. We'll start with that fine group. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Excited to hear you this morning. We're going to have this up: Shana C., Kim G., Tom A., Sarah K., Ginger C., and Lisa C. Shana, go right ahead.
5: Good morning. This is Shana C., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from uh, East Tennessee. Uh, Thanks for leading the meeting, and thanks, uh, Loretta, for the opening and, and everything Wonder, what a wonderful day to be abstinent this morning. I'm out of town. Um, and safe and protected is a miracle for my life. Um, it's by God's grace, uh, this program, these 12 steps, strong sponsorship that I haven't found it necessary to, to use food for ease and comfort since um, September of 2019. And that's a mouthful, but it is a miracle for my life. And I remember living this way, this very paragraph described everything about me, you know, the revolted by the things I did on my sprees um, and trembles to think that someone may have observed me, Um, the constant fear and the tension, you know, and I went, I got to that point to where I couldn't imagine life with or without the food. I couldn't imagine life getting any better. um, And I saw that I absolutely could not stop eating those certain foods once I started and I no matter how much I wanted to, I couldn't leave it alone entirely and I'd tried it many, many, many times, and it came to the point where I saw that I either needed to be absolutely changed by a power greater than me or I was going to continue doing what I was doing and Once I came to that realization of that powerlessness that that god of my understanding was there, and I couldn't be more grateful and You guys taught me how to live a day at a time without using food for that ease and comfort. And um, going through that fourth step uh, after having given my will and life over to the care of this uh, God of my understanding that showed up for me when I needed him the most, that, that inventory in step four and in step five, the the confession of those shortcomings, I, I you know, so, so much relief and that everything was perfect after that. But now, what I really saw in steps four and five was was that life lived in self-will and how I show up in life. And it was, it was disheartening a little bit like this, this is me left to my own devices and I'm doomed to continue to live in this fear and tension unless, unless uh, I continued on through these steps. And I'm so grateful that these steps really work and these directions on how to work the steps clearly define how to do it and how to establish and maintain that relationship with the God of my understanding that keeps me safe and protected uh, despite me. And, um, Anyway, uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful Friday. I'm going to stop talking now, and thanks again for being here for me when I needed you. That's it.
4: Well, thank you so much, Shanna C. from Tennessee. Up next, we have Kim G. followed by Tom A. Hi, this is Kim G., um, compulsive overeater recovering
6: in the state of Pennsylvania, and I just want to thank everybody for their service. And this meeting has been so instructive to me. Um, I recently gave away my inventory to my sponsor, and something that just totally um, stuck with me in the reading was that pushes these memories far outside of himself. I can totally understand how all of us come to this conclusion of this vicious cycle that goes on and on because of these memories. And I have to say that when I was giving my inventory, I found something in my inventory that was small, but it was so impactful. And it made me realize that the constant fear and tension we live in sometimes isn't even the thing That we thought it was. And I am just so happy today um, to be making my list of character defects. I know that sounds ridiculous. But looking over all of the things that I can change to be better, to understand the the ideals that God has for my life. Because I have been living so much in the world's ideals of my life. It just gives me this huge amount of hope. And um, recently, I have just been leaning on recovered fellows, um, asking them about humility. Step seven in the AA 12 and 12, just an amazing read to me. And I realize I know nothing of humility. And just to hear how fellows describe it in their lives is beautiful. So thank you for this fellowship Thank you for these 12 steps, and I hope that everybody has a wonderful day. I pass. Thanks so much, Kim G. Uh,
0: from Pennsylvania, up next we have Tom A. Good morning, Tom. Good
7: morning, Tom. Good morning, Tom. I'm eater from uh, Greenbelt, Maryland. Thanks for your service and for this meeting and for vision. It really has uh, changed my program a lot for the better. Um, I just like the emotional power with which this is written that bill kind of lays it out very clearly for the words inconsistency uh me that's the resolve to not have it happen again and then have it happen over and over again to eat compulsively over and over again uh, and then it talks about episodes he vaguely remembers the vagueness is my enemy in getting abstinent. Uh, the, I learned to lie to myself and to others. It's you know we hide, we sneak. Uh, um, I guess that's the word that most comes to my mind. I would sneak around and look for opportunities to eat, and and then the feelings, the either the being in shame and guilt and remorse or being in total denial and trying not to remember it at all. But that the cumulative effective is it leads to fear and tension, the same restlessness that, that the alcoholic and the compulsive eater have, that uh, that it's always on edge and looking for something to fix it, whether it's activity or whether it's eating, whether it's uh, sex, whatever it is, there's something to make this, Tension go away, and the book is so clear that the only thing that allows this tension to go away is to surrender to my higher power. uh, In the first step of the twelve and twelve, it says, "Who cares to complete? Compete? Who cares to admit complete defeat?" Practically no one. And that's been my journey over 40 years in the program: is to just come closer and closer to complete defeat. I don't think I'm that complete defeat. I'm surrendered. Uh, My desire is to eat sanely. I eat sanely. I have a plan of eating. Vagueness still comes around and wants to talk to me, and I have to keep going back to my higher power. And if I pray uh, about what I'm eating, if I talk to my sponsor about what I'm eating, if I surrender and trust my higher power's care, then I have a much better uh, day and, and these uh, inconsistencies and shame and guilt and denial uh, get reduced and eventually eliminated. So grateful to be here and grateful to have to share. Thanks.
2: Perfect. Thanks so much,
4: Tom A. from Maryland. Up next, we have Sarah Kaye followed by Ginger C. Sarah, press star one, please.
8: Good morning, family. This is Sarah Kay in New York, recovering food addict and sugar addict. Um, After 16 years not using the big book, I fell apart, and um, I was like a drunk going from vodka to beer, I stopped eating sweets, which is my torture item, and began overdoing pineapple chunks. Very sweet. And one day when I didn't have them, I went berserk and I had to use the hotline. Never did before. I had a wonderful person listen and converse with me and tell me, Sarah, you're not getting what you need. My my, sponsor at the time would only allow me to talk to her one hour a week no matter how tortured I was over the sugar. Uh, I was led to another meeting, Scottsdale actually, and after that meeting, I no longer wanted sugar. I had found the nourishment that I thought I would get from sugar or whatever it was that I was getting the sugar for evaporated and I had a new program. I got a new sponsor, for whom I I I could not be without. She is so wise and so giving. As we go through the steps in the Big Book, for the first time in my life, um, I now walk with God as 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 a uh, result of doing the Big Book with her. It was a struggle. Uh, First, I thought it sounded like being in Catholic school until she told me that God is one of your understanding. You give him what you think you need from him. And so we've been working. And um, I've been off sugar since July 21st of last year. And thank God for my sponsor because she is so wise as we go through the steps and she shares with me I now know I walk with God because I had a dying, sick cat where I was not honest with myself. I won't go into details. It'll take too much time. I prayed to God to take my cat and then help me with my grief. God did it his way, not mine. I did not wake up with a dead pussy cat in the bed. She was alive. I had to take her in because it was time. I couldn't be selfish. She wouldn't eat. And uh, I live under God's grace. I I'm grieving. I don't know what I I I, I know I'm feeling that I miss her, and all sorts of other feelings I don't quite understand because I've I've grieved several times in my life, and it is what it is for the day that it is, and each day gets better because I have a family who love and understand me. Thank you. I've taken up enough. I'm, I just want to express my gratitude to you all, and especially to my sponsor and Higher Power for seeing me through my life as it is now. Forever grateful. Thank you.
4: Mm, thanks so much. Thanks
0: to you, Sarah Kay. Up next, we have Ginger C. followed by Lisa C. Morning, Ginger.
4: Hey, Jen, good morning. This is Ginger C, a real compulsive
0: overeater in Colorado. And the things he does on a spree, the things, over-exercising, binging, purging, restricting, overeating, again and again, this incomprehensible demoralization. And if I thought the pain of the past and my food and my eating sprees would keep me sober, I don't know if it'd be on this line every morning. Um. I thought that I'd be done because it does bring me to such a broken place because I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I've hurt my family yet again from picking up the great lie that somehow the food won't hurt me this time. And I'll show you. I'll prove to you. And, of course, it hurts me because I'm a real compulsive overeater. So thank God that these directions are here because the most important piece of this whole puzzle is a higher power. And without any power between me and the food, I'm definitely going to go back to it. I don't know how to do life on life's terms. I don't know how to be in my skin. And this is the reality, the pain of this active disease. So many want to stop but cannot. And I just shout out to those that are suffering because I know many are on the line right now. I know many more are outside our doors. Do not give up. You do not know how close this
4: miracle can be. And you just don't give up. And I love this other part. Um, He trembles
0: to think someone might have observed him, that embarrassment, that shame. And as fast as he can, he pushes these memories far inside himself. He hopes they will never see the light of day. And it reminds me of the St. Francis prayer, where there is darkness, light. And I think that's a big part of my years of relapse. Is I neatly invade, ignore, I don't want to go within, I don't want to go to these places that scare me, this darkness, this shadow side of me. And my issues are in my tissues, they're deep and dormant, and they are there, and they're not going anywhere. And if I don't face this, and I don't trust a higher power to bring me into places that I know I need to go, and I know I need to experience, to feel, to allow. Because this stuff is in my skin and it bubbles up at times. And as soon as it starts bubbling up, I start eating it and push it right back
4: down. It scares the crap out of me. So where is my faith? Where is this trust that this higher power, this loving grace of God is
0: going to stay with me no matter what I need to go through? And a price has to be paid at the ultimate price is this ego. This destruction of self to give myself more to this power. To use me in incredible great ways. And I'm all about ginger. And of course, I have constant fear and tension
4: because I'm not facing the truth. This is about honesty. What's really going on? And be honest
0: with that piece. Because I promise you, if you don't do that, you're going to go back to the food. And with that, I pass. Well, perfect timing. Thanks so much, Ginger. Good to hear you this morning. Up next is Lisa C. But before we go to you, Lisa, give me two seconds. If you've just joined us on the line um, this morning, let me tell you where we're at. We're in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. The chapter is entitled Into Action. We're on page 73, reading the second paragraph. Um, that, second par- pa- excuse me, that second paragraph starts with the inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his spree. We're sharing on that one paragraph only. We'll take Lisa C. And then I'll take another list of names after that. Okay, go right ahead, Lisa. Hi, my name is Lisa C. I'm a compulsive overeater from New Jersey. Um, And I I just wanted to share because I see myself in this paragraph so much. Um, And I think it's why I did most of my uh, overeating at large family parties where I could hide in the kitchen with my multiple plates of food and my third and fourth helpings, or uh, at night when everyone was asleep, and I could shove my uh, garbage into—you know—I could shove my uh, bags, empty bags of junk foods, deep into the garbage pile where they couldn't be seen. Um, and th- I think this is so much for me why um, this is working because because of being able to identify in and um and really just know
9: that um, this loop uh can't be broken by my own my own will um
0: i when I think about these things that i did i I try to be gentle now because I'm walking with God and there were times where I believed I was walking with God and I was still in the food. Um, and what I realized, of course, is that other piece, right? The chapter into action. Um, you know, God doesn't promise that there won't be storms and trials, but he does promise to walk with us. Um, and what does that mean? That means building a relationship. That's not a thing that is, is one way. Um, and as, as the child in the situation, you know, um, I'm supposed to be needy. I'm supposed to need my God all the time. He's not going to get tired of me. Um, my version of God is like all loving, ever loving and available. And so I find some days I have to be in constant prayer with God. i constantly sending out prayers because I can go back to that constant fear intention very easily. I know it's always there. Um, and, and now I know this other way. And I'm getting really comfortable with 10 steps. Um, And finding that that's also God's design. I used to think to myself, well, I just pray directly. Why do I need to do something like this with another person? And so I tried for a few days to resolve a resentment I was feeling. It just wasn't working. And then when I connected with a fellow who who graciously listened to my 10th step, the lightness that I felt was incredible. Um, So I'll pass with that. I just wanted to say that... um, I'm grateful to see myself here because I see myself here. I know I belong. And because I know I belong, I can really do the work and um, just praying for everyone who, who needs it. Thanks. I pass. Awesome. Thanks so much, Lisa C from New Jersey. All right. Well, we do value everyone's experiences on the line this morning. We ask that you do limit your share to every third day. That way others can share their experience as well. I'll go ahead and take another list of names for the second half hour, uh, one at a time. Monica, Go right ahead. Monica, Delaware. Monica, <laughs> S from Ohio. M- Melissa, C. And Della. Beg- and Cheryl, L. Jessica, S. from Ohio. I don't remember, let we'll see where you come from. Melissa,
4: C. Susan,
0: P. from Georgia. Susan, P. Beg-
4: Cheryl, B. L.
0: Cheryl, uh, well, oh, Anne Marie M. Anne Marie Okay, let's stop there. Mel, uh, if we have time, I'll add you at the end. We'll see how brief and brilliant people can be. Okay, I think this is what I heard. Bear with me though. There's a little bit of static. Um, so correct me if I said your name wrong. Give me your last initial and where you're calling from today. I think this is who I have, Monica jessica melissa susan p cheryl l and marie m and hopefully we have time for carmelogy as well all right go ahead monica monica
10: m delaware and i want to thank everybody for vision for you for your service uh i have 15 months abstinence, worked with a recovered sponsor and uh happy passover spring and easter and this is my second Easter abstinence. I'm so really blessed. Uh, you know, I was re when I was talking to a sponsee last night, and I was talk. She's you know trying to figure out her food and all of that. And you know, in read in re- uh, in reading uh, this paragraph and-, and just looking to the prior paragraphs, uh, you know, I need I need to have uh, getting honest with myself and somebody else. Because the first time I got honest uh, with my sponsor about uh, the different sprees and the food, uh, you know, I, I had regret, remorse, and uh, and and I even saw how the food was in my life more than I thought it was. So if I hadn't done a pers- if I hadn't done an inventory, I wouldn't have known all this. And what brought, what has brought this? Me talking, you know, being with God and talking to another person about it, it had just given me a peace that I would never want to replace with any food. Uh, so I just really, truly blessed. You know, I don't talk often and on on here, uh, but I'm glad that uh, we're encouraged to, uh, because you know, I know that. God has helped me stay, you know, recovered uh, to be able to help others. And that's a a blessing in itself. So I really thank all of you. And recover, recover, recover. Thanks.
0: Well, awesome. Monica M. from Delaware. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jessica S. from Ohio. I think you're from Ohio. Go
11: ahead and unmute. Yes. Hi. I, I am indeed from Ohio. Yes, this is Jessica um, as um, a, a real compulsive overeater. You know, I can definitely relate to this um, paragraph, and I actually revealed to another fellow that um, when I first started the program, because I really wasn't sure if the program would work, that I actually um, was not indeed not absent um, when I took sponsorships on and when I took this commitment. And that was one of the biggest things that I um, didn't tell anyone because I thought that you guys would just drop me. And I was at a point in my recovery where I was just broken, didn't have any friends, didn't have a job. It was you just was like, okay, OA, you know, they, they were so kind and they were so loving, but it was like I couldn't put the food down. And it it kind of haunted me um it, it kind of haunted me and I was afraid that, you know, my um sponsor, I mean my sponsors, you know, would let me go. I mean, although I was absent then I mean absent, you know, moving forward. But it was just one of those things that I was kept blocking me. Um, and so it was like plus I didn't want my uh, family to, to know that I was eating while I was like under while I was fooling you, you know. It was like I was lying to myself, and that's why I believe one of the principles um, for uh, step five, or step five is the integrity, because it's like I had no integrity whatsoever. And thankfully, because I had this conversation with the person, I'm much more free now. So when I talk to my sponsors and my sponsors, it's like, okay, I did this thing, and my sponsor um, she said that, you know, it was because of my ego, you know, it was because of my ego, you know, and it's, you know, I'm sure people have done it, but, but to me it felt like <laughs> I had committed um murder or something, you know, but I'm, you know, forever grateful for this program because I find out that each time I do a fifth step and each time I do a 10 step, it's like I'm, constantly peeling layers of the onion I'm 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 constantly able to be honest with my um with my food I mean like yesterday you know this past week you know my um work were understaffed and they had me they put me in a role which I'm not really comfortable at all you know and it it was stressful and so yesterday it was the last day of the week um uh, where I'm in that main row, and I wanted a brownie. I want a brownie Sunday. So what did I do? I called it a fellow, and I said, I want a brownie. I want a brownie Sunday. I want to eat it. <laughs> and she said that Are you gonna feel good after, it? you know, because I wanted to take the edge off, you know. Um, but fortunately, I didn't. And I just, I just want to uh, urge the newcomers. The people that who are in the program, just be honest with us. We've probably done what you've done. Just pass. it in. buzz is going off. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Jessica S. from Ohio. Up next, we have Melissa C. followed by Susan P. Go right ahead, Melissa.
9: Hey, good morning, Jen. Thanks so much for taking the meeting this morning. My name is Melissa C., I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in New York, and, you know, I I think about being um, inconsistent, you know, like, that's what I hear here, that my inconsistencies um, are a big part of my, you know, was a big part of my problem, and I think, you know, um, being, trying desperately to present one image of myself, and then really being a different person, and... You know, I think, too, like, if you've been in morbid obesity, you only think my experience was I I only thought I was presenting a different image to other people. People knew well, very often, what it was that I was doing, I believe. And, um, you know, the other thing I get from this is that um, I can't rely on my memory because when I come to my senses even then i just vaguely remember like i can't remember with sufficient force that's that's part of our problem and so it's not i can't keep i can't keep that memory green like people you know people would say like just just remember how it makes you feel remember what it always what it always leads to i can't remember in those moments you know because it's vague it, it's not right there and um but when I read this, I also think about this idea, um, or really my experience was that when I was under fear and tension, really, of being found out, at normal people, if they're afraid and feeling tense about being found out, they stop eating, they stop doing it, because fear is enough to keep them sober, to keep them abstinent, and that wasn't my experience, you know. Um, when I was afraid and feeling tense, I ate because that was the only thing that could quiet my fear and tension, you know. And um, I think about, you know, when I, years ago when my kids were little and I, you know, here I was, I was a Girl Scout leader (laughs) teaching children, you know, other people's kids about integrity and honesty and service and all those things. And yet, you know, I remember boxes of cookies that, Never got delivered, you know, candy for the troops that never made it there. Um, and then, you know, living in that situation of being afraid that somebody would know what I did, what did it have me do? It had me eat more, you know? And so the only thing that somebody like me can do is I've got to get rigorously honest first, right? Then clean up my past. And today, I don't push the memories away. I actually share them because they're beneficial for other people, hopefully. And with that, I'll pass.
0: Perfect timing. Thanks so much, Melissa C. from New York. Up next, I have Susan P. followed by Cheryl L. Susan, go right ahead.
4: Can I be heard?
0: Yes, ma'am. You can be heard.
12: Yes, uh, good morning. This is Susan P. from Georgia. And um, I am ecstatically grateful for this meeting because, relating to the reading, I'm in a place of fear and tension. I'm in the middle of my fourth step, and it's really kicking my butt. I've been in the program many years, but I've been absent since February 25th. And um, um, and I'm very grateful. I, I after a night of weird old dreams and. I woke up at the stroke of seven o'clock and I figured, you know, God is telling me something. And, um, I am so grateful for this meeting because I just woke up feeling like, I don't know if I can do this one more day. And of course I can't do it for one more day, but with the help of, of God and my sponsor in this meeting, this meeting gives me so much courage hearing the testimonial of people. And, um, it's like it 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 does for me what I just can't do for myself, and I appreciate what uh, Loretta said about courage because it you know what it it does take courage to 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 work this program, even though the results um as I hear people testify uh you know uh, recovery and a new happiness, but when you're in the middle of it, I'm not gonna lie i'm not I'm not really spiritually fit right now <laughs> it uh, so I just I need people to to represent um a testimony of, of what the results are gonna be and um I'm I'm just ecstatically grateful that the stroke was seven o'clock I woke up and and the meeting was there for me. Um I don't like to admit how weak I feel that I'm in the middle of fear and tension, but I speak for people who are on this line and may be afraid to, to share because to hear all these recovered people speaking, and I guess for this moment I'm recovered, um, but I, I'm like that guy who falls off the cliff, you know, and holds on to the branch and asks, uh, is anybody up there? And God says, I'm here, my child. And the guy says, what should I do? And and God says, let go of the branch. And the guy says, well, is there anybody else up there? And there is nobody else up there.
4: It's just food
12: or God. That's my choice. So, again, I just want to thank everybody for for being on this line and for this meeting and for the service that everybody does. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Cheryl, before you go, can you tell me what state, I didn't write it down, you're calling from? Are you still there, Cheryl? Cheryl L., thank you so much. All right. Anne Marie M., you're up next. Go right ahead, dear. This
3: is Anne
13: Marie M in South Carolina, gratefully uh, abstinent and recovered through God's grace and uh, by working the steps in this um, in this big big book. So it says the incons- the inconsistency is made worse. What inconsistencies? He wants to enjoy certain reputation, but knows in his heart he doesn't deserve it. Boy, I wanted to have this reputation that I had my act together and that uh, everybody look up to me and want to be like me. <laughs> um, but I knew I didn't deserve it because of um, the things that I did and the the fear of getting caught at work, stealing other people's food, going into other people's lockers. And people just, um, I just thought I was just an honest, up Uh, upstanding citizen of of the workplace, and I knew in my heart that I wasn't. And to live like that is, um, I don't want to forget it. Uh, The problem is I do have a a, a built-in forgetter. My sponsor had told me once a long time ago, a built-in forgetter, and I like to think of it as amnesia. I forget that um, the times when I was hiding the food or going out and uh, going out in the middle of the night, in my pajamas sneaking out to get food. I don't remember those times. So um, I need to keep doing this work. There's no such thing as keeping the memory green. I've heard that in um, mostly in AA meetings, but keep the memory green. Uh, boy, if I could do that, then I wouldn't need this program, and I wouldn't even need that. So I'm I'm kind of grateful that I, I can't remember, that, you know, the memory doesn't stay green because my dependency needs to be on God. I get so much more out of going to God and being of service to other people. It's, um, it's beyond my, my imagination could have ever been. So um, I'm grateful and going to pass. Thanks. thanks, Jen, for leading the meeting.
0: Absolutely, Emory Ann. From South Carolina, thanks so much for your share today. And it looks like we still have some time. Carmella G., are you available to share with us this morning?
14: Yes, I am. Thank you so much. You took me unexpected, my friends. Thank you for your service, and thank everyone for being on the line. Um, Carmela G., a gratefully recovered compulsive overeater eater for today. Um, the interesting thing is reading this paragraph, it reminded me that I shoved all those memories down for over six decades. I didn't want to know them, I did not want to face them. The facade, the face that I was putting out to society, I never wanted to be found out. The perfectionism, and when I saw these defects Um, It took this program because it was in doing my inventory is the only time I almost picked up. But when I realized that my higher power loved me perfectly and knew all of these things that were in my heart that I was hiding from every human and not even willing to face myself to face them, not the denial. The gift is he knew them, and he loved me through them. And it took this program and working these steps for me to realize that. And for that, I am grateful. And that is what allows me to transform and to surrender every single day because I connect. That connection, that putting that plug in to my higher power every day before I start my day, before I even move out of bed, to greet and connect and then get on with my life doing his will and surrendering mine. Is the biggest gift that I've gotten from working this program and with that I pass and thank you so much for hearing me thank you so much
0: Carmella Jean we've left a little bit of time on the clock we have time for another share who's out there and would like uh, to share their experience drinking also 40 so L okay
15: Priester.
0: Cheryl, go right ahead.
15: Good morning. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, go right ahead, Cheryl. Where are you calling from today?
15: Good morning. I'm calling from New Hampshire. And it's uh, good to be with you all this morning. Um, I just was, like, reading through this, this um, the first few paragraphs of this chapter and, you know, on uh, being on, chap- on uh, step five and, you know, when I when I shared my my fourth step with my sponsor, um, I had really done a lot of searching, and I could identify with the woman who said that it was that it was hard, um, and I had to take breaks and and give myself um, you know give myself a, a chance to just go do something else. You know, while I was writing my fourth step. Um, but when I did my fifth step with my sponsor, I I really had dug deep and and tried to search for. For the memories and search for you know whatever it was that was um, that was really keeping me in my disease and um, I I could relate really really well with this constant fear and tension uh, because I you know food was my god you know food was my higher power and I was I was constantly trying to manipulate it so that I could you know I pardon the pardon the pun but eat my have my cake and eat it too and um, and this was you know it was it was really really difficult and it wasn't until I you know, was able to, you know, really put the food down. So that was really important. But then just be completely honest to the best of my ability with my sponsor about my actions and also my attitudes, you know, being a controlling person, being demanding upon myself, upon others, um, you know, eating when I didn't want to eat and just just having, you know, having to go to the food every single day uh, was just so, it was just so hard for me. And, um today, I have to say that you know I've gotten through that, and i and that's the hope I want to give to people today is that I've gotten through that. Food is not my God today, you know, I have a higher power that I go to daily, and i have um I have this beautiful meeting and and I have my prayer and meditation time in the morning that I can go to you know to set my mind straight for the day um so you know please um, please, don't give up you know those who are out there struggling. Um, because I didn't think this was possible for me, and, and it absolutely is. Um, thank you so much for letting me share this morning. I pass.
0: Well, Cheryl L. from New Hampshire, thanks for taking us out with that great chair. We do appreciate everybody that has shared on the line this morning. We do appreciate those of you who are sitting and listening. You're a vital part to this program, too. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. Okay, so the share ID for today, Friday, April 7th, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time Big Book Study, is 20,131. That's 20131. We're now going to close with a reading from the Big Book. It's on page 164. Um, And then we're going to follow that up with the Serenity Prayer. So will Anne Marie M. please unmute and read a vision for you?
13: Yes, this is Anne-Marie M. in South Carolina. Um, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. This book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we only know a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in honor. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.